The following has not been recorded in front of a live audience. He's not hailing from parts unknown. He hails from Long Beach, California. He's lived in many different states, traveled all over the U.S., and even some places abroad. It's What the Pat with your host, Patrick. Yes, yes, that is pizza you smell that just came out of the oven. Hey, we're getting ready to kick this off. Why is it always kicking off? It's episode 37, though, of what the... What the... Hold up! Check this out! That's right, my friends. A brand new intro track. I've been waiting a little bit. Steven's busy. Oops. Ajax Black. He's the one who got me into making my own music. He's been doing it for years. And I said, hey, how about you cut me an intro song? And he said, Pat, here you go. So going forward, this is going to be the new one. We're ready to roll on this show. Put the shorts on. Crocs are on my feet. I'm about to cut me some pizza and roll into this like a heavy thing going down the road across the pavement. I think the word I wanted to use there was steamroller, but I I think uh, I'm going to go with that my brain gets ahead of my... See? There I go. I don't know. Words, and then my brain, and then trying to talk, and then thinking. It's like I can multitask, but sometimes this gets out of hand. So let's just ignore all that. And I want to bring up freeze-dried pickles. Have you ever had freeze-dried pickles? They are amazing. And my wife makes some amazing freeze-dried pickles. So if you can ever try some, do it. And I know your next question is, what pizza did you get, Pat? Does it really matter? Okay, it probably does. I don't know sometimes. I didn't have time. I was in a hurry. So I grabbed a DiGiorno 3 meat because it'll get you through in a bind. And I can't believe the price of these things nowadays compared to what they used to be. Also, I'm going to slather some mule sauce on this. What is it? Holy crap. Sticker Mule just came out with their new hot sauce. It's called Mule Sauce. I got it for a buck. Really, I got it for nine bucks, okay? They get you at the shipping. But I knew there was a gimmick. I fell for it. I really enjoy this stuff. It's four out of five peppers on the bottle and mixed in some salads that I had. Really good. And fixing to try it on this pizza. So if you stand by, I can let you know because I'm not going to sit here and eat it because then that's just too much dead air. I'll give that an invigorating thumbs up. It really brings the flavor out in the pizza. And when you try this hot sauce on its own, it... Just by reading the ingredients, which I'm not going to read to you because they're so freaking small it's hard to see. And I take my glasses off when doing the podcast because it's easier to record. Don't ask questions. Just listen. Listen. So it sounds like it would be a sweet hot sauce just trying it on its own. But it's it's got some kick. Uh, Mule sauce. Anyway. So in the salad, it has a really good flavor. On the pizza... It really brings out some sweetness in it. So if you like your hot sauces, I would check it out. I'll have the link in the show notes. It's pretty easy, stickermule.com. Ah, yeah, they do stickers. We already went over that. While we're talking food, I might as well jump into what I'm drinking during this episode. 
it's not what you think. No, well, maybe. It's just some pure leaf sweet tea, right from the bottle. 160 calories. This, yeah, it's. I wouldn't call it a low calorie drink. At 18.5 ounces, but that's what I'm drinking. I enjoy the pure leaf. I have some other teas I like too. Picked up some Tiesta tea. They had a sale going on that. The cold tea. Because you already know I drink the Death Wish pretty much every single day. In fact, the other night, um, we were getting ready to go to bed, and there was still half a cup left. I heated that puppy up and finished it because there was no need to store it till tomorrow, and yes, I went right to bed. Didn't say I went to sleep. I got so carried away with everything that's going on, I didn't even tell you what what's going to happen on the show today and as far as things that are going on and whatnot. I'm going to have a little bit of shark talk. I got some cool stuff going on there. Someone actually called in and left a voicemail. You probably can guess who that was because I harassed him long enough. Of course, music review from Urban69 on Instagram. Check him out. He's on Instagram. Link will be in the show notes too. Oh, yeah. And that movie past Cinemia Regal Unlimited now. I'll talk about that. What was my first movie I saw? And some TV shows and everything else. So I'm sure I talked about it before. Maybe not. Maybe I have. Who knows? But as you know, Steven and I are great friends. Known each other for a long time. And I was really heavy into techno and electronic music. And he was like, hey, check this app out. Okay. It was actually a program before apps. So really, it was uh, Sony Acid. You could take loops put them all together, and make your own electronic music. You could even make rock music too. That took a little bit more. I would find loops and put them together. I actually have like a 10-track album about. I have a 10-track album I made, which uh, I don't think anybody bought, but that's not the point here. I was just happy to say, hey, I made some music and did 10 tracks. Name of the band was Wooden Horse Revolution, and I went nowhere. But anyway, the point is, I made some music, and it's fun, and I really enjoyed it. So he got me into that. He's way more into it, knows way more about all the the back end of it and how to make it. Does some really cool stuff. So if you listen to Discord Accords, you can hear his music. So that's kind of giving him an outlet to start doing it again. Worth checking out. My point being in all this is I finally asked Steve and I said, Hey, dude, how about you create me an intro song? And it's been a bit because he's been busy, life and all of that's been going on. And boom, there it is. It's going to be the new What the Pad intro. Get used to it. Thanks again, Steven. Oops, Ajax Black. It is nice to have something unique attached to your name, right? 90% of the music you hear on the show I get through Soundstripe. I actually pay for a subscription. It's a yearly thing, and they have a ton of artists and a ton of music on there to choose from, which fits for other stuff that I do, too, other than my podcast, because I'll attach it to some videos I do and everything like that. So it's a very big help, because taking the time to make my music myself would just take way too much time, and time is precious. I set I set aside the time for you people. That's right. I appreciate you listening. So that's where all that comes from and everything. Now, if we roll ahead, there's some pretty cool shark stuff out there, as you know, and I love sharks and talking about them with you and sharing stuff that I find and everything. And there was a video that popped up on YouTube, or actually my Google News feed. I don't really remember. Anyway, because I look at sharks quite often, I get some pretty cool shark stuff, and some of it I feel worthy of sharing. 
This was taken um, from Ocean X, and they were down in one of those little submarines. I'm not sure how many people were on it, three or four, so I'm not sure of the size because oh, they didn't show me the inside. What they were doing was they were getting ready to tag a blunt-nosed six-gill shark, which they're usually way deep, and I believe and it's dark and stuff. I could look things up and tell you all about these sharks, but why? I could leave that to you. You can go down that rabbit hole. All I know is they are wickedly cool sharks. And as far as I know, they're fairly harmless to people. They're kind of shy and all of that. But as they're down there getting ready to tag one, you can see it fluttering through the dirt. And then it just pops up. And the thing is just huge. It's so majestic and cool. The video captures it perfectly. You even get a shot where the shark comes by the sub, opens its eye, and looks in. Almost like it's like, hey, what's up? But a very cool video, and those sharks are just really, really cool. They have some really weird teeth, too, which don't make them as scary, but, you know, I still love sharks. I'd love to get in a cage one time and go diving. And I still get updates on Rosie the Shark and all of that, and she's doing good. And there's a bunch of stuff on Facebook about her that you could check out and everything and look at. So I didn't feel the need to keep updating you every 10 minutes. And this is what's happening now. So, do you want to talk about Regal Unlimited? I I guess MoviePass created a monster with me. I didn't realize I would miss it as much as I did. Hence, I went over to Cinemia, and that floundered pretty quickly and was way more frustrating than MoviePass. So... That closed. I think I've paid for two or three movies since, which Avengers Endgame, there's no way I'm missing that. And I paid for it. Spider-Man. I mean, everything I'm paying for, obviously, even if it's unlimited or not. So, been waiting for Regal because AMC has theirs. I believe Cinemark has theirs. And Regal finally released theirs. Holy crap. This is amazing. Check this out. It beats everyone else. You can watch as many movies a day as long as they don't overlap on times, and it's it's unlimited. So you could watch three, four movies a day, depending on how your schedule is, and reap the reward in a day versus one a day. You also get your Regal points. So when you sign up for the year plan, you get all those points at once, which is great. So then you can get your discount on popcorn and all of that. So it works really easy. I go to the kiosk. I tell what movie, what time, scan my phone because it has the QR code on it. Poof. Ticket. Easy peasy. Just like that. Loving it so far and I've only seen one movie. Hopefully it keeps going because it seems like a really amazing deal and I don't think I could see four movies in a day. I could try, but I don't have that kind of time. Um, Pat, what movie did you see? Hobbs and Shaw. Holy, hold up, shit. This lives up to the trailer, if you ask me. It is even funnier than I expected. The action is just amazing. And all around being a branch off of Fast and Furious, it is one hell of a ride. No spoilers. It's fun as shit. There's some great cameos in it. And stay all the way, I'm telling you, all the way through the end credits to the very, like, when there's no more credits, when nothing can be done. It's, I, I really had a good time with this movie. And they didn't fight a cloud. 
that's what the amazing part was too. Spider-Man. So, thank you, Regal, for getting unlimited. Winter is not far behind. Gonna fix and roll into that so I can see a lot more movies then because there are some pretty bad days where you can't do anything. Might as well go watch a movie. Might as well go for a soda, nobody. I told you I wouldn't sing anymore. Hobbs and Shaw, add it to your list. You can watch it if you haven't seen all the Fast and Furious. I don't think you'll get as much out of it. You could probably start around Fast and Furious where The Rock shows up. I can't remember which one that is. And watch to now and then watch it. And I can't remember his name, but the director of Deadpool 2 did this. So I think that just kind of poured over into this movie. It, It seemed like everybody had a ton of fun doing it. And just really... I I can't give enough praise. Better than expected. And since we're talking about what's on the big screen, let's talk about what's on the small screen. Veronica Mars is back on Hulu, and it has been a long time since I've watched the show, so I don't remember too much about it other than bits and pieces here. So some of the cameos I'm not quite recalling. I have to look it up and stuff. But overall... I'm enjoying it. There's some certain themes in it I don't care for. I'm already on episode four, so I got four left. And uh, I re- Kristen Bell, she does a really good job. And she 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 really embodies the character. And, and I feel like she hasn't missed a beat coming back as Veronica Mars. So if you like the TV series and you have Hulu, you can watch it. Talking to Steven here course i've talked alone that's still going i think there are two episodes left so kind of hard to see who's going to make it to the end on that and since nailed it's over we just started sugar rush which is on netflix and it's kind of neat going from nailed it where they couldn't (laughs) produce anything and then seeing people who actually have been doing it professionally and churn out some amazing desserts cakes and all of that and it's a pretty interesting, I guess it's cooking show. I wouldn't call it a game show, even though they win $10,000. Word of advice when watching Sugar Rush is you probably should eat dinner, have yourself some sweets, and make sure you're full because it is going to kill you if you love dessert. Some of this stuff is just incredible. I'm amazed. Chefs are really cool. Cake makers and stuff like that, I can't think of what they're called, but those who do desserts that that's a whole nother i mean if you're a chef that's amazing and if you do desserts and stuff that's amazing doing both you really have to know a lot and the confections is just crazy crazy let's head over to the anchor phone lines and see who called in hello what the pat this is Jonathan, longtime listener, big fan. I am the better half of the Discord Accords. Sorry it took me so long to call, but I have a few questions that I'm going to disperse over a few voicemails moving forward. So I'll hit you with my first one. Tell us your three favorite movies and why. I want a little bit of history on them. But let us know on your next episode. Also, keep up the good work, loving the show, and. I will be calling you again. Goodbye. 
finally, Jonathan had the time to call in. I appreciate it, brother, and thanks for the kudos. You guys, too, keep up the great podcast. I enjoy listening. Discord Accords if you don't listen. So you're kind of putting me on the spot here to answer my top three movies, which I do think it changes at times, but I think the three I'm going to mention are pretty solid. Let me break it down for you. Star Wars, A New Hope. I had all the action figures before I had even seen the movie because it was out for so long. And I remember we lived in North Carolina at the time and we were fixing to move to Washington State. So we packed up our stuff. We moved to Washington State. Lo and behold, it's playing at the drive-in. When my parents told me we were going to see it, it was killing me even more because it was during the day. So I had to wait all day because, you know, the drive-in, you got to wait till nighttime to see it. So it seemed like forever and eternity before we got to the drive-in. And we went in our Plymouth Fury. It was a 76 Plymouth Fury. This thing was a boat. It was a tank. It was at the Samish Twin in uh, Bellingham. It's no longer there. We roll on in. We get there. My dad, he parks in between two speakers so we can have a speaker in each window so it's, uh, I'm doing air quotes, in stereo. (laughs) Because, well, there was no THX at the time, and it's the drive-in. And drive-ins are pretty wicked cool. Movie starts. I'm having a blast. I'm loving it. Halfway through, it starts pouring rain. I get nervous thinking, we're going to leave because we can't see the movie. I'm only going to get to see half of it. Nope. My parents are sticking it out because they're enjoying it too. We also have my sister with us at the time, which I think she was one. I was probably eight. And I just remember sitting through Darth Vader and Obi-Wan fighting at the end in a rainstorm, windshield wipers going, the music playing, and it just blown away. Loved it dearly and just couldn't get enough Star Wars. Then a few years later, we get HBO, and I remember getting a little HBO guide, and it has Star Wars on it that HBO is getting Star Wars. I was dying because HBO just repeated movies over and over so I could watch it as many times as HBO could play it. Of course, you're getting it on a square screen because they format it to fit the screen, which I'm still unsure how they know the size of your screen. So that the Star Wars experience will live with me forever. I will never forget going to see it and just I mind blown as a kid, such as many other people. Movie two and three, not in any particular order. They they could switch around at any time, but I'm going to put Desperado at number two. Why? Again, blown away. Robert Rodriguez did this for, I believe it was either seven or nine million dollars. He was showing the world that he could make a great movie for a low amount of money and deliver the goods. And it was just stunning, spectacular. The story was cool. I was engaged the whole time. My first interaction with Salma Hayek, and I was like, hello, how are you? Antonio Banderas was amazing. And of course, this is part two, if you don't know, because El Mariachi was the first one, which that actor is also in Desperado. I can't remember his name, but he's towards the end. So... Seeing this at the theater, I was just blown away again at how well done it was, how cool of a story and everything. And when it came out on VHS, I just kept watching it over and over and over before I had to return it. 
then later on I bought a Laserdisc player and this was one of the movies I bought on Laserdisc because you could get the director's commentary and some people wouldn't even watch this with me anymore because I had it memorized so well that I would be saying the lines along with the movie and of course leaving the theater I wanted to turn back in turn around and walk back in and see Desperado again I just I really thoroughly enjoyed it and then got excited when From Dust Till Dawn came that it's not in the it's in some ranking but I also love that movie all kinds of reasons why number three Tombstone hands down in my book one of the best westerns of all time this is not negating anything Clint Eastwood did because if we didn't get Clint Eastwood movies I don't think we would ever have gotten this masterpiece I remember we I was at the theater at the time with my wife at the time years ago and I had to run to the bathroom really quick during previews and I came back at the tail end of the preview for this and she was like Kurt Russell and Val Kilmer have a western called Tombstone and it looks amazing and I got excited which its release date I believe was on Thanksgiving so we made it a plan to go on Thanksgiving to watch Tombstone and opening to end blown away again just love the movie throughout the whole thing well done Val Kilmer was just amazing everybody was amazing in it the sad part is it went through some troubles changed hands on directors I do believe even though it's kind of been hearsay that Kurt Russell actually directed it and finished it up uh, it they never put it in for any Academy nominations because I think they didn't really realize how great of a film they had and they didn't want any trouble or anything or backlash or whatever because they were having trouble with it which you would never guess from watching it if you ask me jason Priestley was great in it powers booth and the list just goes on and this is more of a true telling of wyatt earp and the family kevin costner's film was okay that felt more like a wyatt earp story whereas this one felt more hollywood but it's the other way around tombstone is more true to the story if you look up your history and go through stuff. And again, another movie I wanted to see again and again and again. But at the time and era it was, it wasn't the internet. So you didn't get streaming and stuff. So I had to wait for this to come out on VHS. Did I get it? Yes. Then it came out with a special edition on DVD with some added footage. And again, picked that up and have watched it several times. Love the movie. So there you go, Jonathan. My top three. You got it out of me with some background and some history. All right, Clanton. You called down the thunder. Well, now you've got it. You tell them I'm coming, and hell's coming with me, you hear? Hell's coming with me! Looking forward to more questions that you throw my way, and anybody can throw me questions. The link is in the show notes. If you don't have an Anchor account, it's easy to sign up. Of course, if you don't feel like leaving a voicemail... You can email me at whatthepatpodcast at gmail.com. You can even contact me through my website, whatthepat.com. Facebook is whatthepatpodcast. And Instagram, I'm there too. And now, a word from not my sponsor. Now, in November, come the longer evenings when folks drop in to play bridge or stop for a snack after the movies. So keep the refrigerator stocked with Kraft's famous cheese food, Velveeta, to spread or slice for swell toasted sandwiches. Velveeta's a natural for late evening snacks, you know, because it's digestible as milk itself. 
These days, you really ought to be buying rich golden Velveeta in the two-pound size, so you'll have plenty for snacks and also to melt for economical meatless main dishes. Remember, smooth-melting Velveeta helps supply the protein you expect from a main dish, but the price is low. Tomorrow, get Kraft's famous Velveeta. Thanks, Velveeta, for not sponsoring me. Actually, Kraft, right? Ah, Velveeta. Such a good not cheese. It's really... It's not cheese. I mean, it is cheese, but it's... I don't know. It's just melty goodness, right? You're probably ready for that music review now because you're chomping at the bit to know what am I going to talk about this week. Well, Urban69 on Instagram, link in the show notes, follow him. Great reviews on all kinds of rock and even some that isn't rock. He does a really good job with his Instagram. I really enjoy following it. Therefore, that's why I wanted to read his reviews online and share them with you. The peeps. My, uh, yeah, I still don't have a name for you. The what the patters. WTPs. WT, yeah, that's what we'll go with. Stick it with it. This week, it's Bullet Boys. The album is Zaza. It's their third album in their discography. When Bullet Boys came out with their debut album, it was mind-blowing because it was just the rock and roll that I loved. Uh, the, the band tight, the swagger. It was just everything I loved in a rock and roll band. Just stripped down, you've got your guitar, your bass, your vocals, and your drums, and they hit hard. Ted Templeman was the producer who'd done a lot of Van Halen out and Bullet Boys was being hailed as possibly the next Van Halen, which I was cool because I'm down with Van Halen, and they had their own sound, but yet, you know, it's rock and roll, so you you kind of pick up your own sound, but you still sound like somebody else at times because, well, I guess that's how it is. Jazz, same way, but you could tell who's who. Anyway, don't know why I picked jazz. <laughs> I don't even really care for jazz. <laughs> so, Bullet Boys, we were on our uh, senior trip after graduation and everything because that's when you go well we hadn't graduated yet I don't know there I go confused back to it bullet boys on our senior trip Lake Chelan and I went out on my own for a little bit because we got some free time and I went and you'll laugh at this so I found a, a record store so I picked up bullet boys debut album on tape and also uh, Millie Vanilli and so, <laughs> shut up. I was so excited to get Bullet Boys. The cover was cool, and as soon as I put it in and you hear Smooth Up in You, you are gone jamming in your own world. Love the album. Flash forward to uh, after graduation, and this was probably, I don't know, it was maybe a month or a, a few days before I went to boot camp, and Bullet Boys, Winger, and Cinderella were playing at, I believe, Key Arena. I believe that's what it was called in Seattle. And went and saw them. I didn't really care much for Winger. I wasn't a Winger fan. But definitely Cinderella and Bullet Boys. Bullet Boys hit the stage. They didn't sound the greatest because they were the opening act. So again, your PA and all that isn't the greatest. But you know what? They delivered. They punched hard. And they just blazed through every song. And treated the fans like fans want to be treated. Straight up rock and roll, fun, entertaining, and I just loved it. Winger hit the stage. I was a bit bored. Cinderella came on, blown away. Amazing show, Long Cold Winter Tour. And then Encore, all three bands came out and did Jumping Jack Flash, and I think maybe one other song. Great time. Bullet Boys just put on an amazing show. Then I go in the Navy, the blah, 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 and then Freak Show came out. 
I wasn't as excited. It wasn't as great an album, but I still enjoyed it. Hang On St. Christopher was one of my favorite songs on there. And then we go a little bit more forward to Zaza. And it fell short for me. I wasn't feeling it. And I think I was disappointed because I was looking for a little something from the first and second album. And I might have to give it a a re-listen after reading Urban 69 Review. And now, let's jump into that. This is such an underrated gem in the Bullet Boys catalog. Zaza is my second favorite in their discography. Every song on it is brilliant, and it should have made its way into my library a long, long time ago. I think I like it just as much as Freak Show, and it certainly kicks ass over the debut any day of the week and twice on Sunday. Highlights for me are The Show, 1-800-Goodbye, and When Pigs Fly. But every song here is a bargain at twice the price. They matured a lot between the first two records and the maturity continued to grow with this third release. Not a bad song to be found anywhere on it. Mike Sweeta and company created something of a diamond in the rough here since. Unfortunately, this record didn't stand a chance in the aftermath of Nirvana and the shifting of popular music to the alternative rock scene. Another should have been in a long line of them from hair metal bands that lost favor in early 90s pop culture. Disc number 1381 in my CD collection absolutely smokes from beginning to end. That review right there makes me want to re-listen to Freak Show and Zaza. No need to listen to the first album because it's a classic in my heart and feeling. So I'll, it really makes me want to listen to him again because maybe I missed something. And also, it's, it's also your frame of mind when you're listening to stuff. I think it's like movies and TV shows too. Maybe it just you weren't in the right frame of mind at the time. So, Mike, I'll give Zaza another go. Wasn't high on my list, but you certainly make me want to give it another go. Another spin, if you will. Of course, his Instagram link will be in the show notes. If you love music, follow him. It's that easy. He's not annoying. You're not like, God, another review. It's great. Seriously. You could take my word for it. I'm still trying to work out the kinks in remote recording. I did some test runs yesterday uh, driving down the road, which is pretty funny. It's kind of (laughs) neat. My setup in the van, I should take a picture and post that for you. I got a microphone suction cup to the window and kind of swings over towards me so I can talk. And I can still drive. It's hands-free, so I'm betting it's totally legal. I saw Steve-O have some setup that looked pretty cool. Mine's not as elaborate because, well, you know, I think that requires the monies for a sponsor. I'd be like, hey. But the recording, it sounded okay. It's not up to my standards, and I don't want to give you some crap. and be like, so I want quality here so you want to keep coming back instead of like god that hurt my ears I don't know what he was thinking on that seriously it's time to close this out circle the wagons if you will and get moving along because I'm behind schedule as you can see this is out it's regular time ran into some snags also had a photo shoot so I had to pause everything and then get back to you If recording on the road would have worked, that would have been great. Because then I wouldn't be that far behind. And then I kind of forgot what I was talking about because, well, it was a new setting and didn't have my computer in front of me and my notes and everything. Because I do have some things that I try to follow. I'm easily distracted. I think I've always been easily distracted. That's why school was kind of, you know, hey, I'm in school. So I'm out. Once again, thanks for listening. I appreciate it. I know who you are. And some of you I don't know you and i appreciate you for listening so if you want to tell me who you are you can 
Also, thanks for the reviews I'm getting on iTunes. Very helpful and honest. Thank you. I'm now going to let your ears feast upon my outro song, which is still my intro song, but it's my new outro song. Thanks again, Ajax Black. I will catch everybody on the flip side. Have a great wake and, you know, smile. Add a little bounce to your step. Sometimes You should skip sometimes. Forget walking. Just skip. Come with me if you want to live. That's dumb as fuck. That movie didn't suck balls. And it's pronounced chi. Morning, Cup of Joe. This is Stephen from the Discord Accords. Bad memory, Pat! Hello, what the Pat? This is Jonathan. Pat the world. Girl, you know it's true.